Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I count it a blessing to be here with all of you on this episode number 181 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we have all had the experience of anticipating something to come to pass. And that's what I'd like to talk about here today. So please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with I Can't Wait. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So you know that phrase, I can't wait. Many of us use that typically when something good or exciting is about to happen or is on route. So think about it, that get together, that date, the long anticipated vacation, we will tack on that phrase, I can't wait in anticipation of the goodness that is coming our way. And there is nothing wrong with that. Well, mostly nothing wrong with that. Let me explain and and give you an example. So let's say that you are expecting something wonderful, like a vacation that's coming up, as I mentioned earlier. So You've booked this seven-day all-inclusive cruise, and you have booked this for the month of July. Now, at the time of this recording, we are in March. So while your vacation is some months away, you rest assured about that trip. You're excited about the day to arrive, but you know exactly when the trip is coming. You have a date. Everything is all planned. So that kind of wait is exciting and really isn't too hard to get through. On the other hand, there are times when we have asked the Lord for something wonderful. We have gone to him in prayer and in faith, believing that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And that's found in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verse number 20. 
So knowing that about our awesome God, we leave the prayer room confident that God heard us and that he is going to answer and answer right away. What happens is sometimes is that God has a way of having us to wait a while before he does answer that prayer. So in between, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. That's where the initially exciting, I can't wait, can turn into a frustrated, I can't wait. So now during this in-between time, what can happen is that the enemy will bait you with a quote unquote random thought around how long you have been waiting. And if we entertain that thought for any amount of time, he will throw in some more bait in the hopes of tackling you. Here are some examples. You know, you really deserve whatever it is that you are praying for. Fill in the blank. You have been patient long enough. God must not want you to have what you are praying for. You've been good and that is not fair. God must not love you like he loves so-and-so. Why should you keep waiting on him? The right way to do things or doing things in the right way, like God says, it just takes too long. It's already been blank, blank amount of time that you've been waiting. Look at so-and-so. They do not serve God like you do. And yet see how they've gotten a blessing and you haven't. Or why would God make you wait this long? He knows that you need fill in the blank. Or if you do not act soon, you are going to miss out. Far too much time has passed already. Now, BCU family, by the time you have entertained all of these thoughts, you are worked up in your mind and certainly agitated in your spirit. And right about that time, the enemy comes and sets up this perfect situation where the thing that you have been looking to God for suddenly is in front of you. All you have to do to get it is just disobey God a little. You know, just tell a small, quick lie, take the money, treat this person without the proper love, cheat on the spouse. After all, you've prayed and been patient. Things are not changing. It's really been a long time. So once you take that bait, you may enjoy your situation initially, but eventually you will discover that what you go outside of the will of God for, you have to stay outside of his will to keep. And think about this, BCU family. The enemy baits us for keeps. That thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy 
according to John 10.10. So why should we risk our blessings here? And if we're not careful, don't repent and turn from what it is we're doing, we can risk our eternal life with Christ. So bearing all of that in mind, BCU family, we want to make sure that we keep in mind that God has a reason for us to wait like he does. He really does. And in order for us to stay away from the frustration of the weight and, and from getting the from letting the enemy rather get into our spirits, it's important for us to stay steeped in the word of God. And what's so awesome about God and his word is that it is always true. We can always count on what the word of God says to us to keep us encouraged. So let's take a look at some scriptures that are going to bless us and encourage us while we're in God's waiting room. Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 31 reminds us, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And when you think about that BCU family, breaking that scripture down, Mounting up with wings as eagles. Now, I read some time ago that when eagles fly, they soar high above everything. And when you're getting that sort of strength from the Lord, even though the situation may not have changed, you can rise above it in your spirit and not let it affect you adversely. And think about running and not being weary. You can keep on going on in the Lord, running on and doing what the Lord has for you and not grow tired in your spirit. And you can just walk and not faint. So when you think about that, that kind of strength can only come from God and it only comes from waiting on him. So we praise God for that. Let's go to our next scripture found in Psalm 27 verse number 14. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So as I look at this passage of scripture, again, that strength in your heart is what helps you to go on and to believe that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. And waiting on the Lord can only get you, BCU family, the very best of things. And James chapter one, verse 17 bears witness to it. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So when we run ahead of what God wants us to do, when we go to do it ourselves, I can tell you from firsthand experience, that gift is not going to be good and it's not going to be perfect. It may initially look that way and it may be that way for a while. It has that appearance eventually uh, that is not going to be, you're going to see seams, <laughs> if you will. You're going to see that this is an imitation gift, okay? And 
what's going to happen is, is that you're, you'll be disappointed in your spirit about it. And then you've got to start all over again in the waiting process. So better to just wait on God from the beginning. Okay. And get the good and perfect gift rather than getting the bad and imperfect imitation gift and being disappointed, hurting your spirit. And God only knows what else. And then having to start all over again. If you get a do-over. And BCU family, let me just say this, that God's mercy is everlasting. There is no doubt about it. The scriptures say it, um, as I have said to uh, people in the past, that his mercy is not always extended to us forever. It is everlasting, but it's not always extended to us. And there are times and, and decisions that we make that we may come back from, you know, somewhat immediately some decisions we make may take some time for us to come back from, and some decisions we make, we don't come back from. Amen. And that's just a, a hard reality of a truth. And we don't know in, in really walking outside of the will of God, what's going to happen. We pray, of course, that God will keep us through our decision-making. Of course, he knows our heart and he's not out to always... Um, uh, to take us out of here, but sometimes we'll go too far. And the enemy, again, is not playing with us. He doesn't love us. He's got nothing good in store for us. So if he can get us uh, far enough outside of the will of God, and if we are not thinking about making our way back, or if we're not as concerned, we just don't know what's going to happen, BCU family. It, it It's just not worth walking outside of the will of God because we're playing with our souls. And one of my sisters, Sister Tori, said on a, a Periscope session that we had uh, probably two years ago now that we don't value our souls. And we just don't think about if I decide to do this today, this could be it. And that's the mindset that we should have so that we don't just go off all willy-nilly making a decision to stay outside of the will of God or to go outside of the will of God and not knowing if we can get back because it's happened, BCU family. We pray it doesn't. It has happened. With God's help, let's not let it be us. All right, let me get back into the uh, scripture reading. Uh, that's that's so funny, BCU family. It wasn't intentional for me to go all the way there, but obviously the Lord had to say something. And uh, <laughs> I'll say this, whenever... I, I do a lesson here, BCU family, uh, whatever it is, the Lord is talking to me first and foremost. I've got to be the first partaker of the fruit and then I share that with all of you. So I'm right in this with all of you. So let's get back into our scriptures around waiting. I've got a couple more. All right. Uh, let's see. Psalm 62 and 5 reminds us that my soul wait thou only upon God from my expectation is from him. So we need to wait on God. We don't want to wait on the counterfeits. We don't want to wait to see uh, what kind of, of nonsense is coming out of the, the East or the West. We want to wait on God and we'll know it's God because he'll give us a peace and an assurance about it. And we won't have to do anything underhanded to get what God is giving us. So our expectation is from him. Now, Romans 8, 25 says, but if we hope 
for that which we do not see, then we, with patience, wait for it. So this is telling us, BCU family, how to wait. And when you wait patiently, there is no fussing, complaining, frustration, stress, nervousness, worry, concern, pacing, bad attitudes. None of that should happen when you're waiting with patience. Now, it's not to say that you don't have moments at all, BCU family, but when we come to ourselves, we won't stay in that state long. As a matter of fact, to back up that scripture, Lamentations chapter 3 verse 26 says, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. So waiting here quietly means that we're not, you know, judging God. We're not telling him that he's taken too long and all of these things. And again, you can ask those questions and express yourself to God, but we're not accusing him. Do you all uh, follow what I'm saying here? We're not talking to the Lord uh, disorderly or disrespectfully. You know, we can say to him, Lord, you know, I've been here a long time and I've been waiting and I I just don't understand what's going on. And can you strengthen me? Those kinds of things. Yes, we're not going to go and and cajole God or try to manipulate him into giving giving us what we want to have. So we're going to wait quietly. So without fuss on what God is going to do. And we wait on what God is going to do because Philippians 4.19 assures us that God will supply all of our need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So God knows what it is we need. He knows where we are and he doesn't slack concerning his promise. And what is amazing about God because he's such a good, good father is that Not only does he know what we need, he knows what time and when to give it to us, BCU family. There is a time for everything, a time and a place. Ecclesiastes 3, uh, verse number one, lets us to know that, that there's a time and a place for everything. Do we trust God's timing? And I know that it's been a struggle for me as well, BCU family, and I am yet learning to just wait and allow God to do things how and when he wants to do them so that it is perfect. I don't know about you all, but I want my gift to be perfect. Amen? Amen. BCU family, you know, when God has us waiting, it, again, as I said earlier, is for a reason. Perhaps it's to develop the fruit of long-suffering. You know, that that is a fruit, right, of the Spirit. Galatians 5, and 23 talks about that. Um, it could be for that. It could be to help us to deal with others more patiently. It could be to build our hope in Jesus or whatever it is we're waiting for, It's going to be so miraculous that we'll only be able to credit it to God. Like we'll be, we won't be able to take any credit for it whatsoever. God will definitely get the glory for whatever it is. So it could be those reasons. It could be other things as well. Regardless of that, BCU family, when it's all said and done, we are going to be more like Jesus and really 
that's the bottom line to anything that God has us going through is to be more like him. And the more that we're like him now, that helps to ensure our place in heaven later. So with the help of the Lord, I can and I will wait in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, BCU family, you know, from time to time, the Lord reminds me to think on the things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and of a good report that's full of virtue and that is full of praise. Those are the things that I should be thinking about. Philippians chapter four reminds us of that. So with that, it helps me to stay focused on all of the awesome things that God has done and continues to do for me and helps keep me from getting and staying frustrated while I'm in his waiting room. What about you? Like, how do you keep from getting discouraged while you're waiting for the Lord to manifest his presence in your prayer that you've sent up to him? I'll tell you what, if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please head on over Write on down to the comment section, leave a comment, and let's continue our conversation. Well, BCU family, it is about time for me to wrap up. I am so grateful for all of you for tuning in on today. Once again, this is Blen from BlenCouragesYou.com. We're going to sign off the podcast for now. I am so looking forward to our next podcast. Hope that you'll join us the next time. And until that time, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the wall.